Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. God, we are open. And God, we are ready. My assignment this month is to make sure that we're not stuck nor stagnant in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So our declaration is that we are springing forward. Say, I'm springing forward. I will not be stuck. I will not be stagnant. In Jesus' name. Do me a favor. Encourage somebody close to you. Touch them and agree. Say, you won't be stuck. You will not be stagnant. Online, tag somebody. Type it in the comments. You will not be stuck and you will not be stagnant. Let's go to work. So this month's series, all this month, my assignment is to make sure that you are able to spring forward because I'm going to practically teach you how not to be stuck and how not to be stagnant in any area of your life. Hear me. Stagnation is not your situation. Stagnation is not going to be your address. Stagnation is not going to be your status in life. You're not going to look back a year from now and be in the same place. When you look back a year from now, you're going to say, look at all of the progress that I have made. Can I just get those of you that know you're not going to be stuck nor stagnant to celebrate in advance the progress you're about to make? Come on now, 15. I just need you to celebrate in advance. We are people that walk by faith and not by sight. Say, by this time next year, so much progress will be made. Come on, let's up your faith. Say, by the end of this month, so much progress will be made. Say, the deal will be closed. The move will be complete. The change will be done. Grab a seat. Let's go. So, in this, this message is called, The Spring Feasts Are Springing Me Forward. Can I get you to speak that? Say, The Spring Feasts are springing me forward. Because in not being stuck nor stagnant, while there's some practical things you're going to do, today I want you to know you have some supernatural support from the biblical feast. Say, I have supernatural support from the spring feast. 
Say, say, heaven is about to blow behind me. Say, heaven is about to give me a push. Uh -uh, I need y'all to say this thing with authority. Say, I have supernatural support to spring forward. Come on, encourage somebody close to your elbow and say, you have supernatural support to spring forward. Wrong person, because when you say that, they should celebrate when you say that. Elbow somebody else, say, you have supernatural support to spring forward. It's not going to be as hard as you planned. It's not going to be as difficult as you thought. It's not going to take as long as you thought it was going to take. You're about to spring forward. So the Bible uses the Hebrew calendar. The Bible is not based off of what is known as the Gregorian calendar, which was named after uh, one of the popes, Pope Gregory. Uh, it is not based on that. It is based on the Hebrew calendar. Now, the Hebrew calendar actually has four different starts to the calendar predicated upon the reason. The civil calendar, when the year changes, that happens in the fall. Um, but literally, even during the spring feast, one of the agricultural calendars, the date changes. Why is this important to know? That God has always given you a new beginning every quarter you're at the beginning of a new quarter and the beginning of a new month and I, I don't care what looked like it didn't work before I just need you to make this declaration and say but I've got a new beginning I've got now there are seven major feasts in the Bible major feasts in the Bible and when you think of feasts don't just think of sitting down and eating when you think of a feast uh, it literally is when heaven interrupts your status quo say heaven is interrupting my status quo what is status quo? It means the way that things currently are. Say, heaven is interrupting my status quo. Uh, another definition of status quo was said to be slow death. God says, I'm interrupting the things in your life that feel like they are dying, that feel like they are having atrophy. God says, I'm about to interrupt all of that, and I do it during the feast time. Say, there's an interruption coming. Now, in this, these are also known in the Bible as holy convocations. Now, if you grew up old school church, convocation was when church folk came together to have church for several days uh, consecutively. But holy convocation in the scripture, it means a meeting that God sets, which means, pay attention, when we pray, when we praise, when we worship, we, grant, uh, we request an audience with God. But during the feast, it is when God says, I want to meet with you. Which means during the feast time, God says, I'm coming to see about you and I'm coming to interrupt some things because I'm about to spring you forward. And for every person been waiting, God, when are you going to do something? I came to tell you that the feasts are beginning and God says, you're about to watch me do it right here and right now. Without any music, I want to hear your praise in anticipation of his interruption of your status quo. Oh, come on, I need you to release a sound in the building and online that says, I'm expecting an interruption of the status quo. Hallelujah. So there are three fall feasts. We're not in the fall feasts. There are four spring feasts. Pay attention. There are seven major feasts. Seven is the biblical number of completion. It is the biblical number of shalom. What is that? It's the Hebrew word for peace, but it also means nothing missing. Nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Say it with me. Say nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Say it again. Say nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Which means when I honor the feast, I'm inviting shalom. When I honor the feast, I'll see shalom. Say, and there'll be nothing missing, and there'll be nothing lacking, and there'll be nothing broken. 
and all will be well. All right. There are four in the spring. Now, can I just can I just go deep? Nine fifteen. Uh, the numbers matter to God. Numbers matter to God. There's something called gematria, which is the spiritual significance of numbers. And so, when we see four spring feasts, four is the biblical number of creativity. Which means, whenever I see a four in the scripture or a four in, a four in my life, God's about to create something. And let me tell you what he's creating for you. Sudden, fast, forward movement. This is what's about to happen, and I need you to speak it. Say, it will be sudden, fast, forward movement. Sudden means, watch me, it could come at any moment, at any time. Which means, at, watch me, at 9.53, it could have been one thing. But in three seconds, when the clock goes to 9.54, it can be a... Uh-uh, I need your faith to increase. Say, it's going to happen sudden. And it will be fast. I will go forward. It will be movement. I'm springing forward. Say it again. I'm springing forward. Now no, watch. Now watch. Now watch. I came down just in case I got excited. Now, now look at me. Look at me. Here are the four spring feasts. Let me teach you. Now, if you've been around, you've been taught this, but I need you to understand the significance of this. Sometimes where there's an abundance of information, there's a scarcity of attention. And so sometimes you can think, oh, I know this, I know this, I know this. No, but I don't need you to know it. I need you to see it. Because you can know something but never see something manifest in your life that you know. And I need you to hear me. God has had some things held up just to wait to get to the spring feast so it would be sudden. Fast forward movement. Say it with me, 915. Say sudden. Fast forward movement. All right, so the first feast is Passover. Um, first feast is Passover. Uh, we'll talk about this in just a moment. It is when the Hebrews were coming out of Egypt. Look at me. It happened so fast, the bread didn't have time to rise. Which means there were certain things they were working on that God said, nope, shut that down because I'm about to move you forward. God, there's certain plans you were making where God says, nope, shut that down. I'm about to give you your exodus. This is my... So Passover, then number two, unleavened bread, immediately after the Passover, because the Passover represented when the blood of the lamb was put at the doorpost of their home, and the death angel, when he came to Egypt, he smoked, that's an old King James version, that means he killed you got to say it like you've, you know, not killed, killed. He killed the first, <laughs> he killed the, look at me, the firstborn of the Egyptians. Look at me. And not just their children, pay attention, but their cattle. That way they couldn't deny that it was not something supernatural that had come to punish the Egyptians for the way that they had treated God's people. I don't know who I need to say this to, but there's about to be some punishment for people that have mistreated God. Oh, and if you look at what's going on in the world, you see it for yourself. There's about to be a punishment for people that have mistreated God's people. Elbow somebody say, God saw what they did, and God's going to handle that for you. So when the death angel was going through Egypt, whenever he would see the blood of the lamb on somebody's doorpost, he had to pass over. 
Okay? So when Jesus, when we talk, if you grew up in church, you say things like this, and the blood covers me, and I'm covered by the blood. Why do we say that? Because whatever is going to get the rest of everybody else, when it gets to me, it's got to. So I know the world is talking about recession. That's their problem. Because for me in my house, it's got to. Y'all not saying nothing to me. I don't care what's happening to everybody else. When it gets to you, that thing has to. Then they come out of Egypt so quickly that the bread, it's unleavened bread. It had to get out quickly. And we'll talk about what that means. Um, it happened so fast, the bread didn't have time uh, uh, to proof. It didn't have time uh, for it to fully manifest. And there's certain things you're like, I'm trying to finish this. And God says, yep, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's finished. Let's go. Number three, the Feast of First Fruits. That is literally the day, that is the day we call Easter or Resurrection Sunday. And the principle of first fruit says that whatever the first is, so are the rest. So when Jesus gets up on the Feast of First Fruits, he becomes our first fruit, which means whatever he is, so goes the rest. So since he resurrected when they tried to put their foot on him, we can resurrect, which means you can't scare me with death. You can't scare me with walking out. You can't scare me with negativity because I'm just like my daddy. I will resurrect. I need you to touch somebody next to you and say, there's a resurrection schedule. The fourth feast, the fourth feast is the feast of Pentecost. Pente meaning five. This is 50 days after the Passover. That in 2023 is May 28th. It's May 28th. All right. 50 is a biblical number of Jubilee. In 2023, we are in a year of Jubilee. So why is this quarter so important? Because this quarter, watch me, you're going to see springing forward happen. And what you've been speaking for months, what you've been speaking for years, you're going to wake up and say, God, I wish I had faith. You're going to look to the left. There it go. You're going to look to the right. There it go. You're going to look behind you. There it go. You're going to look in front of you. There it go. Y'all got an 1115 spirit. Y'all got an 1115 spirit. <laughs> but I dare you to practice. Elbow somebody say, there it go. You're going to be looking for a deal, and all of a sudden, you're going to get an email, and you're going to be like, wait a minute, I've been looking for months, but. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So look at Leviticus. Leviticus, pay attention to the numbers. Say, watch the numbers. Leviticus 23. Okay, some of y'all, I need you to pay because some of y'all. You, you still don't know the year you're in. 2023. Now, now just watch the numbers because all of this is divine. God is too wise to be stupid. He's too, watch me, he's too, he's too intentional to be coincidental. 23.5. In the year 2023, five, grace, favor, supernatural. You see this, say the Lord's Passover. Verse 6, and I'm going to teach you about that in a moment. Verse 6, the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Now, this means during the spring feast time, you were to remove the leaven. What does leaven mean in for us today? It means error. So during these next few weeks, you're going to need to self-reflect and self-correct. Let me tell you what's been happening lately. 
God's been getting you ready to check yourself. So he's been having you in a place where you feel isolated. Who am I talking to? Because it's difficult to self-reflect and self-correct when you constantly have a crowd. It's difficult to self-reflect and self-correct uh, uh, when you have a bunch of people around you. So for many of you, you've, you've almost felt like you've been kind of drawing to yourself. And that is because God says, I'm getting you ready for the spring feast so that you will self-reflect and self-correct. And expect this, you're about to have some aha moments. During the spring feast, you're going to be like, wait a minute, I should have did this. I should have did that. You're about to correct yourself. And when you check yourself, you're not going to wreck yourself because you're about to get the leaven out of your life. All right? Now, the next, verse 8. During this time, you shall present an offering by fire. So this is why during the spring and the fall feast, we sow sacrificially. Why is it an offering by fire? Because I have to sacrifice. Let me see if I can paint this picture for you. When you're sacrificing something, it feels like you're setting it on fire. When you sacrifice, you're like, man, I could have did this with that and this with that and this with that. But God says, nope, give me that. Because if you release that, I'm going to release something greater than that into your hands. Come on, 915, I need you to open up your mouth, make this declaration, and say, I'm excited to sow a sacrifice. So come on, let's pray it one more time. Say, Lord, make it clear what I'm to sow sacrificially during the feast. Okay, you present an offering by fire. It feels like you're setting that thing on fire. It feels like you're setting that thing on fire. To release it out of your hands feels like it's setting you on fire. But if you release, you're going to watch God increase. And the Bible says to do it right there during the fall feast. Pay attention to the verse. 23, 8, 8, a new beginning. God says your seed is about to break a cycle. God, I want to shout. Your seed is about to break a cycle. Even for a natural woman, watch me, uh, uh, when a woman is on her cycle, the only thing that can break that is either the cycle comes to its conclusion or a seed is introduced that breaks the cycle. And for some of you, you're about to release a seed that's about to break some cycles in your life. And the more cycles you want broken, the bigger the seeds you need to release. The more new beginning you want to see, the more seeds you need to release. Open your mouth, please, 915. Say, I'm ready to sacrifice. So look at verse 10. Verse 10. I'm showing you all of these feasts in Scripture. Leviticus 23 and 10. Pay attention to the numbers. 10 is the number of divine perfection. Bring the sheaf of the first fruits. I just taught you who's, the fir who's our first fruit? Jesus. Pay, pay attention. Resurrection Sunday, or what we sometimes call Easter Sunday, he is divine perfection. Verse 10, he's our divine perfection. So when people try to say to Christians, well, you know, uh, uh, y'all are hypocrites. You can say, well, guess what? We have room for another. Because being a hypocrite doesn't mean that we, don't be, uh, we don't, uh, uh, that we are not able to practice what we preach. Being a hypocrite by definition means you don't believe what it is that you preach. You don't believe what it is that you say. Pay attention. But you misunderstand his sacrifice in the first place. He knew we would never, ever be able to be divinely perfect. So when he sacrificed his life on the cross and when he gave his life for us, the Bible says that he imputed his righteousness for us. What does all of that mean, Bishop? That he lived a perfect, divinely perfect life, knowing we wouldn't be able to, so that when we receive him, it's as if I get credit for a life I never lived. Which is why you can't throw my failures in my face. Why? Because he's my first fruit. 
You can't throw my mistakes in my face because he's my first fruit. You cannot throw my mistakes in my face because he's my first fruit. And Jesus literally paid it all. Say, he's my first fruit. So if he got over betrayal, you will too. If he dealt with trifling people, you will too. And you'll outlive them. If he resurrected from what was supposed to be his ending, I dare some of y'all to feel like you've been at the end of something to just pop up out your seat and say, there's a resurrection schedule. That, that ain't for everybody, but that's for somebody. There's a resurrection schedule. There's a resurrection schedule. There's a resurrection schedule. Come here. There's a resurrection schedule for you. Come on, encourage somebody. Touch them on the back. Say, there's a resurrection for you. Y'all with me? Now, look at this. Verse 12. You shall offer a male lamb. That's Jesus. That's why he's the lion and the lamb. The scripture says that a lamb had to be sacrificed and he had to be a spotless lamb. That means no sin. He had to have no blemish. That means he had to be divinely perfect. So the question comes, why did Jesus have to die? Why do we have to go through all this anyhow? Because the law required somebody got to pay for this. All this sin, all this disorder, all this mess, somebody got to pay for this. And God said, I know they can't pay it. So I'm going to step up myself, put myself in a body to come pay the price because I know they ain't got it, they ain't got it but somebody got to pay for this. So when the enemy says, you deserve to be down here, say, uh-uh, 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 somebody already paid for this. Yesterday, uh, yesterday I was having lunch, and when I was having lunch, um, there was a little, little, little delay them getting to me, and uh, I, was, I was doing multitasking, and there's a little delay, and so, um, you know, that, you know uh, some people just sit there and tolerate delay, <laughs> and then you have people like me, and, uh, and so, and so I, I said, hey, hey, you know, and I, I gave them an opportunity, and they were real apologetic, did a great, amazing job, in fact, uh, handling and making it right, and so at the end, they, they apologized so good, I was like, I ain't even finished. No, I got it. So that turned the little machine around, and I kept hitting the pay button. But I couldn't hit the pay button. I'll talk over here because y'all. I was trying to pay for what I just ate. And oh, and I ate good. I was trying to pay for what I just eaten. And Paul, I clicked the pay button, but the pay button wouldn't work. And so, and, so, and so the service, he says, well, let me go up front and check and see what's going on. And, and she said, I can take it for you. I said, no, baby, bring me that receipt first before you take this card. I said, no, let me see what, let me see what it is first. And, 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 so, and so she went, and it took her a few minutes. And so I was getting like, what are y'all doing? It ain't that hard. She came back and said, we paid for it all. Y'all not understand him. That's the same thing Jesus did for you. You sitting here trying to be depressed, be have anxiety, be messed up, jacked up. And Jesus like, I already paid. Would you touch two people, say he paid for it already. That's why I keep my head up. He paid for it. That's why I got joy. He paid for it. That's why I got peace. He paid for it. That's why I got love. He paid for it. That's why I'm not broke. He paid for it. That's why I live a life that I love. He paid for it. So they wouldn't let me pay. I tried, y'all. I'm coming back over here. They wouldn't let me pay. 
And for some of y'all, you've been trying, I just feel so sad. Uh-uh. God says, I'm not letting you be sad because I pay. I took your griefs and took away your sin. I already paid for it. Ain't no sense of you walking around sad. He paid for it. Ain't no sense of you walking around depressed. He paid for it. Ain't no sense of you walking around in grief. He paid for it. Matter of fact, I need some of y'all to smile bigger than you. I need you to smile like a Chester cat. Why? Because why? He paid for me to have joy. He paid for me to have happiness. He paid so I could have life and have life more abundantly. Come on, touch somebody close to you. Say, he paid for it already. So every time you try to punish you for what you've done, every time you try to walk around sad and discouraged and full of shame. See, God is not a condemning God. He's a convicting God. Condemnation says, look at how bad you are. Conviction says, baby, I paid for that. Why are you tripping over that? Now, don't do it again, but I paid for it. So I don't need you to press. I don't need you to say, I don't know who's been going through emotionally, but I need you to stop trying to pay for what he paid for. Because you can keep clicking the button, but it ain't going to work. He paid it all. Next verse. Next verse, verse 16, it deals with the Feast of Pentecost. How many spring feasts are there? Four. Fifty days after Passover, Pentecost, uh, Jubilee, celebration. So this second quarter, did somebody say, it's going to be on? Okay. I don't really believe you. Say this second quarter. It's going to be on. Okay. I kind of believe you, but I need you to say that like it's about to be sudden. Fast forward movement. Say, this second quarter, it's going to be on. Put a praise to sitting that thing behind. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Facebook. Matter of fact, I feel the need to give you 20 seconds to get your second quarter praise on this first Sunday. You got 20 seconds, 915. If you can't dance, move your elbows. You can't move your elbows. Move your hand, do something. But the second quarter is. The second quarter is going to be on. Sudden, fast forward movement. You can be seated. Sudden, fast forward movement. Sudden. Fast forward movement. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. So how do you get there? How do we get to the first feast, Passover? Y'all ready for this? Now, this, this may be, this may be, if I walk off the stage, just play shout music. And uh, they'll dismiss. No, I'm so serious. Because how do you get to the first spring feast? How do you get to the first spring feast? After, look at this, 10 plagues, 10 denials, 10 disappointments, 10 no's, 10 delays, 10 why me's, then sudden fast forward, please encourage somebody next to you so your wait is about to be over. I don't like the way they say it. Say it to somebody else. So your wait is about to be over. And I'm so glad you didn't quit. I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't stop. 
I'm so glad you kept getting up and moving forward. I'm so glad you didn't kill yourself. I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't throw in the towel. Say sudden, fast forward, movement. How do we get, how do we get to Passover? Look at me. Ten. Ten is the biblical number of divine perfection. God says, every plague perfected you. Every denial perfected you. Every disappointment perfected you. If y'all don't talk to me, every no perfected you. Every delay perfected you. Every why me perfected you. Then, sudden, fast forward, movement. Every no, every delay, you know what it was doing? Untangle it. Every one of them, say, I'm springing forward. So, so let me tell you, every time you got a no, it was like pressure. This been you. I'm from, so this is you. Who you got in your hand, Bishop? You? Nope, not gonna happen. Nope, disappointment. Why me? Denial. Play. Almost to the point you were like, I can't take no more. You're like, I'm done. And God said, oh, shut up, girl. Shut up, boy, if I hit you in the face. You ain't done. You about to. I, please don't be that. Come on, 915. Every time something didn't go the way you want it, say pressure. Every time you got a no, say pressure. Every time you got a denial, you were like, this is it, this is it, this is it. We're sorry to it. We regret to inform you. We ain't going to get Every time you applied, you'd be like, oh, it's a good chance, good chance, good chance. Uh, yeah, we can't get you what you want, but we're going to. Every time it looked like, yep, this the house, this the house, this the house, this the apartment, this the apartment, this the apartment, this the job, this the job. And now, hold on. And now, after all this pressure, after all this pressure, after all this denial, after all of these why me's, after all these tears, after all these cussing in your car. Come on, 915. I need y'all to stop lying to me. How many of you can tell the truth that you didn't have some days in your 10 to 9 where you literally cuss everybody and everything out in your... Where the honest people at? And so now God got you like this. He got you like this. Totally constricted. Totally under pressure. And you're like, God, when is something going to break? God says, I was waiting for the appointed time. I was waiting for the spring feast. Because this is about to be supernatural. You're going to be able to look and tell everybody, all of a sudden when I got to April. Boy, bye. All of a sudden, after all of this pressure, I just sprang forward. Sudden. Fast forward movement. Tell somebody next to you, please say sudden. Fast forward movement. Look, <laughs> this, this is how we got the Passover. Because in case you don't know the story, Moses goes to Pharaoh ten times. He says, let the people go. God said, let the people go. And God did say it. Look at me. If you can't believe what he said after being told, it ain't going to happen. 
that you didn't really believe what he said. Denial is the only way to vet your belief. <laughs> Do you really believe what he says in his word? And the only way to know it is to tell you no. Moses says, God said, let the people go. Pharaoh said, no. One time, you want to know what's crazy? If you read the story, one time Pharaoh's like, I'm going to do it. And do you know what God did? God said, no, I'm going to harden your heart. You're going to give him another no. And can I tell some of you all? Can I tell some of you all? You got real close to looking like, it's it. It's about to happen. It's a breakthrough. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. God's ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And then God said, shut it down. Because God is in control of your yeses. And he's also in control of your nose. And some of y'all, your face is about to make me send somebody down your rope. Elbow somebody next to you, please, and tell him, say, he's in charge of your yeses and your nose. Imagine going to look at 10 houses. This the house. Nope. This the house. Nope. This the job. Nope. This the job. Nope. This the car. Nope. This the car. Nope. Could you imagine telling everybody today is the day? It's going to happen for me. To only get to the next day. What happened? I don't want to talk about it. Can I get some honesty in the building? In the life? You ever had some moments where people wanted to talk about it and you were like, no, I just got another no. I don't want to. No, I don't. I don't. I don't want to talk nothing about it. I don't want to say nothing to nobody. Nobody. So imagine Moses' faith. Can I teach? I'm almost done. Imagine Moses' faith. What happens to him emotionally? Because all this pressure, all this pressure can start to weigh on you. All, all this pressure can start to crush you. And you're like, I, I, even, I can't even take that much. I'm kind of flex. I'm a little flip. I'm not all the way solid. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Listen. But I want to show you something. If I only put a little pressure on the spring, not much happened. 11-15. What are y'all? 9-15. Y'all had a little 11-15 vibes. Y'all were giving 11-15 vibes. If I only put half pressure... Not much. Not much. You're like, God, why so much? God says, because you about to. The more pressure I put on you, the bigger your spring is. Y'all not. I need you to worship God for five seconds for the pressure you've been under. Come on now, 15. Worship God for the pressure you've been under. You are about to have sudden, fast-forward movement. Lay your hands on yourself this time. Say sudden, say sudden, fast-forward movement. But imagine Moses' emotional state. Imagine his faith. Imagine having to get up to get dressed to go be told the same thing you were told the day before. Imagine sending your resume to get to an interview to constantly get no's for jobs you overqualified for. Y'all ain't gonna talk. Imagine having the resources to get what you want, but you can't find what you want. 
So it's a horrible pressure because you're like, I got the money to do what I want to do. I just can't find a match for what I want to do. Ten denials, ten no's, ten delays, ten disappointments. The Bible doesn't say over what period of time this happens. All we know is what happens in Exodus 12 and 11. This is what God says to them. Get fully dressed. Get your good sandals on. And only wear sandals if your feet are appropriate. Let's put some lotion on. Go get them done. Touch your neighbor and say, get your feet done. <laughs> so you got to be ready for where you're headed. Tell them, so you got to be ready for where you're headed. See, some of y'all, I need you to go get you a suit because you're about to be an executive. I, talk to me. Some, I need you to get prepared for where it is that you are headed. He says, be fully dressed. Wear your sandals. In other words, he says, don't take your shoes off. Now, that's crazy because you want me to be in the bed with my shoes on. Because this is, this, is, this is evening. He's saying, I don't want you to get comfortable in the bed. You ever had your shoes on in the bed and you like scoot it to the edge so that your feet hang up? What, why? Because I don't need you to be comfortable because at any moment it's about to be sudden. Fast forward. I need you to pack lightly. I need you to travel lightly. I need you to release some stuff from your house because when you move, you ain't got time for a bunch of boxes. I need you to... Come on, encourage somebody that you say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Say it again, say, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Be fully dressed, wear your sandals, carry your walking stick. Why do I need a walking stick and I don't have a limp? Because you about to go far. And I need you to be prepared. Walking stick there for Moses is really talking about his staff as a shepherd. It's talking about his staff as a shepherd. He's saying, I need you to be ready because every shepherd on their staff, they would record their history. What does that mean? Every time they would go through something, they would literally etch it in. So every time they carried their staff with them, they were covering their, they were taking their skill and their experience with them. So he was saying, Moses, all this stuff you've been through, take this with you because it's finally about to make sense why you went through it in the first place. You have to go over there to learn this. You have to do this. You have to learn that. You have to go over there to learn this. You have to do this to learn this. Which means I don't just need you with a walking stick like this. Because mm -mm, you can't lean on that. I need you with something that you can lean on. You're about to lean on your skills. You're about to lean. How you figure it out? Baby, I've been through this. I fought a lion and a bear, so I ain't scared of no giant. I went through this. I learned this. I went through I didn't even know why I went to school to get that degree, but now it makes sense. I, I don't even know why I had to move to that city, but now it makes sense. Then he says, eat the meal with urgency. Touch your neighbor and say, eat fast. Yeah. Now, this is just a general thing, period. Because some, let me just, mm. you ever been eating with somebody? And they're the slowest eater on the planet. So, you know, I really, if you don't eat your food, I didn't come to sit in this restaurant all day. <laughs> you ready? He says, eat the meal with urgency. Over the person next to you, say, don't be passive this quarter. Say, treat everything as urgent. Wrong neighbor, wrong neighbor. Please find somebody that's got a teaspoon of faith. Say, do everything with urgency this quarter. Say, because on the other side of your urgency, 
is a sudden fast forward movement. If you're urgent, you're gonna show up just on time and they're gonna say, we were waiting on you, we were looking for you, you're exactly. Opportunities of a lifetime have to be seized in the lifetime of the opportunity. So you're gonna have to do it urgently for this is the Lord's Passover. So what was he telling them in verse 11? Prepare for what you pray for. Say, pay attention to the numbers. That's in verse 11. 11 is the number of dysfunction. So he says, I need for you to get prepared even if you're surrounded by dysfunction. Talk. I need you to get ready even if it feels like nothing. You, it's a whole lot going on. Good. Get ready. All right. Let's look. Verse 12. I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son and firstborn male animal. What is God saying in verse 12? I delayed dealing with your enemy so it wouldn't interfere with you. You thought I just let them get away with it. I didn't deal with them yet because if I would have taken them out, watch me, you would have had to deal with the loss of the cattle. You would have had to deal with the loss of the sons. So you would have been around them while they were grieving and they would have blamed you. So instead, I waited until the last minute to deal with them because I don't need this to interfere with your journey. For every person where it looked like some people did you dirty and got away with it, I need you to lift your hands and worship God for three seconds. And God says, I delayed it, but in the spring, I'm about to handle that. Come on, you two. Come on, Facebook. Do the hands up emoji. Say, God's about to handle this situation. Say, God's about to handle this situation. Verse 13. The blood on your doorposts will serve as a sign. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Lord, give me a sign. He says, I gave you one and I ain't giving you a number. Look at what's passed over you. I'll talk over here. The blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign. When I see the blood, I will pass over. Look at me. God says, I've already given you a sign. How are you doing so well and other people aren't? That's yo. I will hit you in the head with this microphone. Open up your mouth. Say, I already have a sign. Look at what's passed over me already. Coronavirus passed. The pandemic passed. How is it that you're doing better than people that had a better situation than you did? How are you surviving and doing well in a city where other people that do what you do don't do well? That is your sign. Lay your hands on yourself. Say, he's already given you a sign. I don't need a new sign. I already have a sign. You missed it. See, you only see it as a sign for the death angel to pass over. God says, you keep asking me for a sign. I have already given you a sign in what has already passed over you. You can, Lord, are you with me? I wish you would ask me that. Look at what I've done for you. Lord, do you care? I wish you would ask me if I can. I've been carrying your behind this entire time. I wish you would. Come on, come on. Y'all act like they're 15. Get a teaspoon of hood for a moment. Look at somebody and say, I wish you would ask him that. It's like me handing, me handing you my phone saying, call so-and-so. Well, I just need a sign if you want me to call. I gave you the phone, ninja. (laughs) 
Lord, I'm just trying to see if you bless me. I just made you a six-figure earner, and you got the nerve to ask me. I, I just made sure that your tax liability was reduced, and you got the nerve. I just made sure they gave you triple what they gave other people. I, I just gave you a settlement when other people got sacked. I wish you would ask me for a sign. He says, this plague of death will not touch you. We got to go, 915. The world's issues won't affect you the same way. Let's borrow a line from Wednesday. Say, I'm the exemption. I'm the exception. The world's issues can't touch me. And you don't need to be worried about no bank failure. You don't need to worry about no crypto failure. You don't need to be worried about no economic failure. You don't need to be worried about no interest rates. Why? Y'all pay interest. Watch me. I collect it. Shut your The world's issues will not affect me the same way. Verse 17. And this is where it gets real good. Say it gets real good. Steph, they tell me that when meat is really good, that it makes its own gravy. Is that true? That we, okay, 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 all right. So then this is about to be some gravy. Watch me. Well, you didn't need to add no flour to it. You didn't need to add. This meat is going to make its own gravy. Here it is. Celebrate this festival of unleavened bread, for it will remind you that I brought your forces out of Egypt. Stop. You brought. You hadn't done it yet. Okay. Come on, left side, I, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You want me to celebrate the fact that you have brought us out, but you ain't out. What? You ain't done it yet. You, you, some of y'all are not getting it. Some of y'all are not getting it. God says, the way you celebrate me before I do it is going to be your guarantee that I win. This ain't for everybody because some of y'all look confused. But for the rest of us that know it's about to be sudden fast forward movement, I'm going to give you three seconds to celebrate now. One, two, three, go. Three, two. I'm celebrating in advance. I'm clapping in advance. I'm leaping in advance. I'm running in advance. <laughs> Come on. Elbow somebody say, celebrate in advance. What does this mean? Let me make this real practical. Let me make this real practical. If you believe in God to be debt free every day, say, I'm debt free. Every day, that's what you wake up and you celebrate that. And while you're out eating, it feels so good to be debt free. While you're in the car, it feels so good to be debt free. If you believe in God for better health, oh, it feels so good to be 100% healthy and 100% healed. But it ain't happened yet. Uh uh. He told me, celebrate before I did it. And when I celebrate, it goes from gonna happen to did happen. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Open up your mouth. Say, I'm celebrating in advance. Look at the verse. Celebrate this festival of unleavened bread. It will remind you that I brought you your forces out of Egypt, but you hadn't done it yet, sir. God says, because your celebration is an act of faith. Because how crazy does it look? How crazy does it feel to be celebrating something I don't have yet? But because he told me his credit is good enough with me. It's like when you get a credit card approval and they say the card is in the mail on the way. What if I told you what you prayed for is in the mail and on the way? I'll shout by myself. I'll shout by myself. Come on, somebody say, it's in the mail. On the way. Now look at this next part. He says, I brought your forces out of Egypt. 
they go into Egypt as, as, as this small group of people that comes with Joseph's bones. So it's, it's, it's 70 and a half some odd people as Joseph's bones go. You ready? Uh, out of Egypt. Um, when they come in Egypt, they're a small group. When they come out of Egypt, they're millions. Let me make sure you understand what I just said. When they go into Egypt, they're a small group. When they come out of Egypt, there's over two million and a half. When, when you went into your problem, you were small. When you come out of your problem, let me see if I can make it clear. You're, you've become a force and you don't even know it yet. I'll say it again. You've become a force. Put it up, please. And you don't even know that you've become a force yet. What, what does this mean? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm bigger than my zip code. Come on, I don't, whatevs. Look at somebody else say, you're bigger than your city. You're bigger than your zip code. Say, you're bigger than your past. Say, and you're even bigger than your present. Say, you're a force that the world is about to see. You're a force everybody's about to see. Can I finish it? Can I finish it? Can I finish it? Celebrate this day from generation to generation. He says, I need you to celebrate it before it changes. <laughs> celebrate change before it changes. Celebrate a new property before you. Celebrate that you're not going to have to take pills for your anxiety. While you still have, I don't like your silence. Celebrate that you're 100% healthy and 100% here. Celebrate that all things are working together, even if it feels like all things are working against you. Celebrate change before it changes. On three, shout celebrate. One, two, three, celebrate. Look, here it is. This is where you're at. This is where you're at. Say, this is where I'm at. Say, verse 31. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron. Aaron was Moses' brother. Moses didn't speak well, so Aaron spoke on behalf. The Bible says in Exodus 7 um, that, that Moses would be like God to Pharaoh, and Aaron would be like the prophet to Pharaoh. So Moses would tell Aaron what to say, and Aaron would say it. Ready? Which, which, which means it matters what you say, because then what you say is going to be repeated. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron during the night. I don't like your silence. Say, I'm going to be sent for. Now, now, after 10 denials, 10 delays, 10 why me's, all of a sudden, in the middle of the night. See, this is why you got to have your sandals on because they're about to come here. Come here, come here. This is why you got to have your sandals on because they're about to uh, Moses, Moses, Pharaoh wants you. Would you just say somebody next to you, say, 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 stay ready. You're about to be sent for. Come here. Come on. Wait, wake up, 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 wake up. Say your first name. Watch me. Promise won't you. Favor won't you. Open doors won't you. A new city won't you. A new opportunity wants you. Open up your mouth. <laughs> Say your first name. Say Pharaoh wants you. 
Come on. Let's go. This is Pharaoh. Y'all stay right there. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron during the night. Go. Stand next to him, please. You'll be Moses and Aaron during the night. Look what he said. Get your stuff. Come on, wait next here. Get your stuff and get out. Wait a minute. All this time you've been giving me hell. Then all of a sudden, when the spring feast start, what did not work, I didn't even have to ask this time. This time you did it for me. God, I got to get out of this building, but I need you to elbow somebody. So you ain't going to have to ask again. It's going to happen for you. Say, get your blessing. Get your favor. Get your money. Get your business. And get out. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, here we go. Look, look. He ordered. Ten times you denied my order. Ten times you denied my order. Now you give me the order. I want it ten times ago. I pray your desire for what you prayed for is stronger today than it was when you first prayed for it. I'm so glad that every day you got up like it might happen, it might happen, it might happen, it might happen. And even though it didn't happen, even though it didn't happen, my desire for what I prayed for, my desire for what I sold for is just as strong today as it was back then. Listen, he says, go and worship the Lord. Look at the last part, as you have requested. Translation, I'm going to give you exactly what you asked for. No wonder the enemy wants you to pray generic prayers so that you never get anything. Lord, just make it a good day. That's all you want? Because I got a list. Say, you're going to get exactly what you asked for. Say, you're going to receive exactly what you requested. And you will not be denied. <laughs> Come on now, 15. We got to get ready for the 11 But open your mouth saying, I will not be denied. Say, heaven's about to back this up. Look, verse 32. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Take your flocks. Wait a minute. They're slaves. How do they have flocks? Which means there was a transfer of ownership. Let me speak to my online people. Would you elbow somebody and say, you're about to get deeds. Say, ownership's about to be transferred to you. And watch me. And you ain't going to pay for it. I, and you ain't going to pay for it. All of your previous labor has set you up for sudden, fast, third, Ooh, some of y'all are so, if you don't elbow the person next to you, say sudden fast forward movement. Look at me. Take your flocks. How you got flocks? You're slaves. What was Pharaoh saying? I'm about to transfer what was mine into you. I command the earth 
to yield what belongs to you and ownership would be transferred to you. Every inheritance, every piece of property, every deed, everything you desire, there's going to be a transfer of ownership to. Come on, we got to go. Stand up. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. In the building, in the line. Take your flocks and your herds, as you said. Which means the reason I'm going to transfer this ownership to you the reason I'm going to transfer this ownership to you, reason I'm going to transfer this ownership to you, you ready? It's because you asked me for this. And all these no's I kept giving you, I heard what you said. And now because all this is happening so fast, I'm just going to give you what you asked for. Can I tell you why it feels like a messy situation? Because they're about to just give you stuff. Open up your mouth and say, it's about to be given to you. Say it, 11, 9, 15, say it's about to be given to you. Look at verse 35. And the people of Israel did as Bishop had instructed, uh, excuse me, Moses had instructed them. They asked the Egyptians for clothing, silver, and gold. Say, I'll look better. I'll have better. Okay, look at your hands. Say, silver and gold. Have I lots? Because you remember the scripture where they said silver and gold. Have I none? Mm -mm. Look at your hands. Come on. In the building, there ain't no line. Say, I lack nothing. In any way, shape, form, or fashion. Say, sudden. Fast forward movement. Verse 36. The Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably on the Israelites. And they gave the Israelites, read it. So for everybody to say prayer don't work, you about to watch it work. Mm -hmm. You about to watch it work. Because this is bigger than money. Because they were about to spring forward. Say the Lord caused them to have favor. I pray God caused you. To have favor in every shape, form, and fashion. So that whatever you ask for, it seems so easy and too good to be true. There's four of you. You're about to go in tomorrow, ask for a raise, and you're going to get it. I Come on, 915. Come on, say, the Lord is going to make them favor me. Here's the shout. We got to go. Verse... 42. On this night, be a good church, 915. Moses and Aaron are still over here. Be a good church. On this night, what night? Passover is this week. On this night, I'm about to, when I say I'm going to throw the mic, but you don't know about my history. Is that a Somebody allegedly that looked like me threw a mic one time. But it wasn't out. It was behind. But I got another service, so I ain't going to tear the mic up. On this night, the Lord kept his promise to bring his people out. So this night belongs to 
him. And it must be commemorated every year. Lift your hands with no music. I need to hear the sound of springing forward. The sound of sudden, fast forward movement. God's going to keep his promise. So this season belongs to him. God's going to keep his promise. So this season belongs to him. On three, holler, spring forward. One, two, three, spring forward. Put a praise behind it. Go. God's going to keep his promise. God's going to keep his promise. Everything is word says. God's going to keep his promise. Look at somebody next to you and say, God's going to keep his promise. Every last one of them. Down to the period. He's going to keep his promise. Don't wait until the battle is over. I need somebody. Shout now. Shout now. Shout YouTube. Shout Facebook. Shout Twitch. Shout Twitter. Shout in the app. Shout in the website. Sudden, fast, fun, movement. Sudden, fast, fun. Movement, sudden, fast, fun, movement, sudden, fast, fun, movement. You are going to have some supernatural support. Say, say this second quarter. Oh, I'm ready. Keep your phone right next to you. Let's prophesy. Your phone's about to ring. Your name's about to be brought up. Favor's about to find you. Opportunities are about to open for you. Sudden, fast, forward, movement. Say it. gotta go if you're at this 915 in this building or online stand with me you need to become a Christian recommit yourself Lord or be sure wherever you're at on the count of three you're gonna throw your hand up in this building online do the hand of the emoji or say it's me you will have supernatural help because God did this somebody say God's gonna do this if you need to become a Christian recommit yourself Lord or be sure you can't have fast forward movement from a God that you do not know Today, if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, slip your hand up in this building. Online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right where you're at in this building. Put that hand up. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Everybody pray this. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Sudden, fast forward movement in Jesus name 
So let me show you the power of that. For those of you who just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, a minute ago you weren't saved. A minute ago, if you were to close your eyes, you wouldn't spend eternity with the Lord. But you just experienced sudden, fast forward, movement. So now a minute later, the Bible says you're saved from you. You're saved from hell, and you're saved from having to figure this thing called life out yourself. Scan the QR code on the screen. Text Harvest to 554. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams and standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.